One. Hello, hey, everybody. Hi. Damn, you're loud. Okay. <laughs> I almost said we're Rebel Base Podcast. Yeah, I know. It's still, it's still, you know, we're we're on episode four now. Yeah, and we're, we're still, still kind of like Rebel Base. Yeah, woman up. It is April 29th. No, 29th, not 2014, which is what I usually write on papers. 2015, yeah. It's 2015. Yeah. And I'm O'Katrina. And I'm Sarah the Rebel. And, and this, this is actually... Is the Woman Up Podcast. <laughs> Hi, thank you for joining us. We practiced that intro. We really did. You can tell. Past Maybe. three hours, all we were doing. We, there was a lot of fights. Maybe we should practice. Hello, Night Hello. Hunter. Hello. Uh, your name is very ominous. No, uh, no, he's nice. He sent me that... Oh, um, he's nice. Oh, you can't see it because I folded it up to be an adult. It's a onesie. It's a red panda onesie. Oh, so cute! I called it a red raccoon onesie for like a whole day, and I kept thinking in my head, you know, red raccoon just doesn't sound... I could picture the red panda in my head, Mm -hmm. but I kept saying red raccoon. It's... I blame Teen Human. Yeah, uh, they're they're a wily bunch, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Quote her on that. Quote her. Yep. Team Human's new, like, Twitter account description. A wily bunch. A wily bunch. Lord of mercy. I love it. Um, There you go. You're welcome. So in case you're brand new, uh, this is our podcast where we talk about geeky things like comics and video games and movies based on comics and video games. And um, also just whatever else we feel like it, from the perspective of two feminist cat ladies. We have a cat, but he's sleeping right now. I don't mean we're cat. not like, together, but... We there's <laughs> another cat over there. My cat is at home. There, there are a lot of cats involved in the production of this podcast. You don't have to have a cat on you at all times to be a crazy cat lady. Remember that. You don't need to even have more than one. Right? In fact, you don't even need a cat in a way. <laughs> You just really need to Whoa. like them. Like, super, <laughs> this is a deconstructed cat lady that I'm serving for you today. Look, everyone is welcome to the cat lady fandom as far as I'm concerned. Hello, John Rob Tom. Oh. Um, so, today we are, our main topic is going to be uh, starting your own podcast and some things we found out along the way and we want to give to you. So, we're being hella meta. Yeah, it's super meta. So, if you want to start a podcast, particularly... A more unique one, or one that challenges or is pro- progressive in any way. Uh, we have a lot of uh, experiences to share with you, and ways to work with it and grow your podcast and do awesome stuff. I'm hella progressive, homies. Mm-hmm. I'm so progressive, the I'm insurance like, company's suing me. Oh, I was going to make a spaghetti <laughs> joke, because I'm progressive. Okay. Oh. And, you know, no They're not suing me. Please don't sue me. It was better. <laughs> and also, I guess you're new. The way we generally do this is we do news, then we do our main topic, and then we do chick picks, a section where we tell you what we think you should check out this week. Yeah. So let's dive in. Diving into the news. Street <laughs> <picks>. <laughs> No. <laughs> you knew it. You knew what it was. It was my fit. Yep. Well, let's do this well, thing. So, uh, first up is Suicide Squad Joker has been revealed. This is our faces. Alright, so I'm going to break down my issues with it, if you don't mind. Go for it! So, the image that they presented with us wasn't um, shocking to me, as it seemed to be to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen crazy, maniacal villains tattooed up before. Mm-hmm. Like, so that is my problem with it. Is Joker is this villain who's not like any other villain. He's full of mystery. He doesn't quite make sense. He's almost 
um, somebody you relate to, but then he does something horrifying, and you're like, oh my god, how do I like this person? Mm -hmm. So to relegate him to, like, a CSI villain, you know, the kind of villain that is typecast and almost everything is the maniac who's been to jail a few times and is covered in tattoos, Mm -hmm. makes me very nervous. Because that, from this first look, is the image that comes to mind of that archetypal villain who's been to jail a few times, who's crazy, who the other inmates fear a little bit. Like, I can get a whole story from that image. And that concerns me. Joker looks like a Tallahassee meth head. I mean, I've seen them before, and that's what he looks like. And, you know, Joker looking drugged up and crazy would not be something, like, weird for me. But it just kind of seemed... I just don't... It doesn't make sense that Joker would be like, Yeah, put these tattoos of the things I say all over... Just in case I forget. And also put damage on my head because I hit it once. I don't know what... It just feels like too much. But I have seen, like, leaked images of a different-looking Joker who's in a white suit. I mean, he's still got the same hairstyle, still Jared Leto, but um, he doesn't have tattoos on his face, and so I don't, I don't know. Like the sites that I'm reading and the journalists that like I trust to get scoops like this are saying that these tattoos are gonna stay in the movie, but that, like the two photos I've seen are like not. Do you think they're going to be CGI tattoos? Maybe. What if they just grow on him as he progressively gets crazier? crazier? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my Um, God. It'll be... Wait. Oh, it'll be... It'll almost be like Zack Snyder's directing the film. mm -hmm. And that was a pot shot, so... But again, I didn't want Joker to be in this film at all. Um, I'm upset that he's in a Suicide Squad film. I'm upset at the very possibility of Batman being involved. Uh, But for Joker to be involved in this capacity, it's kind of like... It feels like the Suicide Squad movie is just going to be there to set up Batman and Superman, or Batman and the Joker, and not, like, Harley, or Deadshot, or members of the Suicide Squad, so, yeah. If he steals this show, it'll be a little disappointing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I I went to a movie about the Suicide Squad, not the Joker. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, speaking of Amanda Waller, this is a... Ooh. Oh yeah, didn't even mention her yet. Um, I I'm very happy with her casting. Um, I watched a movie, an older cartoon movie, the other day. It was like Batman and Superman. Lex Luthor became president. Hmm. Um, and he started pumping some sort of mixture into his veins, and he's talking to Amanda. She's like, "Bubble, you going crazy?" <laughs> She's trying to tell him that, but he goes, "Don't worry, you'll have a place in my new world order." And then he made out with her. And she tried to sh- <laughs> she was like, oh, <laughs> very unhappy. So she immediately goes after she escapes to get somebody to arrest him. Wow. <laughs> Not for sexual harassment, but for, you know, being insane and trying to um, ruin the world. Yeah, of but course. But I, ne- I bring it up because I've never been so disturbed. Like, Capuan could verify my face. He laughed at me when it happened because I was just so disgusted and horrified. Yeah. So I really hope that they don't try to make any random weird shit like that happen in this real movie. Because that was a cartoon. Yeah, and it's also like, I don't know, Lex Luthor is like crazy, but he's like Donald Trump crazy, not like... Not like, well, Donald Trump crazy may very well be sexual molestation crazy. I think he's a little less crazy than Donald Trump. He's not like... He's not Donald Donald Trump crazy, but he's like Donald Trump on Twitter crazy. Okay. Yeah, like that. Right. So. Okay. So yeah. 
Um, we're only going to talk briefly about this next news topic because we're both angry and don't want to keep talking about it. Yeah. But uh, Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye, um, called Black Widow some names. Mm-hmm. And then issued a non-apology. Yeah. It was like, sorry for making fun of your fictional character. And it really sucks because I've seen the Avengers, like, I've seen Age of Ultron now, and it's like, that joke doesn't even make sense. It, it, once you see the movie, it literally does not make sense. Well, it wouldn't make sense. Of course not. But because of Hawkeye's character, uh, it does not make sense. Um, so yeah, of course, Jeremy Renner issued a non-apology because he is an asshole. Um, and... Yeah, and honestly, no no amount of Hawkeye singing about how he's part of the team, too, will make me forget that. I like, even, yeah, I didn't even want to watch it. I, I watched it. I, I was like, it. I like Hawkeye jokes. I can appreciate Hawkeye, but that guy freaking sucks. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I was just like, I have no interest in anything else you do. You're already ugly with a smushed nose. And then you're going to call my girl ho? Fuck you, Hawkeye. You don't do shit. On the upside, the good news, and this happened, I think, yesterday, uh... Actual darling Mark Ruffalo, who continues to do good things while his co-stars do douchey things. Ruffalo. Thank you. Tweeted at Marvel and demanded more Black Widow uh, toys for his daughters and nieces. And he, well, he didn't demand. He's Mark Ruffalo, so he said, "Pretty please." But yeah, uh, that has been. <laughs> like, hey, did, did we ever talk about um, why Disney and? Um, does it let them release things for girls? Oh, yeah, because of that employee who came out. Yeah, I don't think we actually had... Uh, we haven't spoken about it. So, we may have done that earlier. So just briefly, to let you know, basically Disney has the female market covered, and so uh, it wouldn't really make any sense to try to reach a new female market uh, under their Marvel things, mm-hmm. because they're already... They've got female demographic completely covered. They're aiming solely for the male demographic, which they don't have through Disney through Marvel, so that's why they're not making, and they're just not interested, and they're probably never going to. It's like, why don't you want, I mean, I understand, yeah, we want to, like, focus on growing our guy demographic, but why don't you just want more of that other one, too? Like, why, why does one demographic have to get shut out? Like, it sucks that, like, if, you know, and if you are a boy who likes Frozen on that, you know, on the flip side, you're getting nothing, everything that's is in right. pink. That's what I was about to say. I yeah. my bigger I almost have a bigger problem with it in this idea that boys don't buy those kinds of toys because and this is like a sexist one, but my nephew had a ton of female action figures because they were girlfriends mm. for his characters. And my other young relative, who I'm not gonna out because he's not out yet, mm. um, had female characters because he liked female characters. So mm. you're not missing even if you want to say, oh, we too much to aim for the female demographic and miss it, we would lose money. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird to think that men and boys don't want these female characters as well. And I, it's absolute bullshit, too, because... Um, so when Phantom Menace came out, there was a Comlink toy that came with the three-and-a-half-inch figures, and you could, like, put their little Comlink on. And, yeah, I had all the voices. I had, I had everything. Yeah. And then I also had, like, a bunch of little, like, Leia dolls, and, like, I had Han, and mainly Han and Leia. But I also had a couple Lukes, and so Mm -hmm. when we would play Star Wars in my neighborhood, I was about, like, 11 years old at the time, and, like, those had just come out. And my guy friends, like, because I I almost strictly played with boys at the time, um, they would always come knock on my door and go, like, hey, do you have an extra Padme, or do you have an extra Leia? The team isn't finished. Mm -hmm. And can you, you, like, bring them out and shit? So it's it's always, like... I think even for little boys, a lot of them are just completionists. Like, even if it's not something like, I want a girl character, it's more like, I want everybody here. Right. And it's just absolute bullshit. And, like, I just, it, 
I don't know. I don't understand. Like, you're already making that much money. Why don't you want to make more money with a demographic that spends, too? Like, that is, like, the most, like, tropey thing I can say about women. But, by and large, we spend more on the things we like. Right. So. That's why you see women, geek women just covered in geeky tattoos. They spend hundreds of dollars just to of let money. you know. Lolita fashion. What they love. Freaking, pretty much buying any women's fashion in, in like, geekdom unless you, like, go to T-Fury or stuff. There's, That's, you know. There's now a $500 outfit, I think it's on her universe, so that you could be a Star Wars, like, um, member of the Empire, like the, the officer Oh, the outfit. 501st? Yeah. 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 Like, that's how much women are willing to spend on geeky things. It's so strange to yeah. just, like, boycott all that. And then, you know, this is an awkward and strange thing to say, but in The Sims, my family is generally, I like to make, I like to see what different people I know would look like. So, <laughs> one time I end up with this son, and this mm-hmm. son happened to be African-American as much as you could be in The Sims. I don't actually know if they're from Africa. That's <laughs> another topic for another time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the thing he decided to pursue as a, as a, a school kid was ballet mm-hmm. so I go to decorate his room it's all it's all lady ballerinas mm. it's all a bunch of white lady ballerinas and it made me really sad and I was like oh this is how parents feel <laughs> like this is how it feels when there's nothing to represent your child to them mm-hmm. and so you know just like you said with Frozen mm-hmm. you know for guys too and for geeky characters for women too like why are you making this so difficult dudes yeah like don't, don't you like making money like I mean, I know that you want to target a demographic, but as somebody who has worked in marketing, there is other there are other ways to do that outside of toy sales. Like, and I know toy sales are what makes Marvel and and Disney well, and all that run, but still, like, yeah. And I mean, in other ways too. Like I said, I found out from somebody working in marketing that um, there's not going to be any Black Panther merch. They're not planning on it. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> And they don't plan to do any merch for it. That, I'm gonna have to look that shit up because that is I don't think it's crazy. Anywhere. This is like just a, a rumor, yeah, no, or no, no, like no. an insider, I'm, insider, somebody who definitely knows. And she was like, "Nah, why? They're not making that." And I was just like, "Oh, well, I was really relying." I'm sure, they'd on make that. a bunch of Spider-Man mo- merch though if he were in there mm-hmm. instead of Black Falling. Panther, of Falling. course. But, uh, of course not Miles. Um, yeah, I was about to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, that was... Right. <sighs> mad. Sorry, we went all into... I'm so mad. I'm really mad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, moving into video game news, Silent Hill was canceled. Silent Hill PT is coming down for PSN. <laughs> Konami Today. pulls from the stock market. Mm-hmm. It's been a... Is Konami, like, closing or what? Like, this is... I know they have other titles lined up, but that was, that was like their, it was the Spider-Man to their Sony, you know, like, and it, I mean, it sucks that they had whatever differences they had with Kojima, and they fired him, and, They were like, we made a mistake, let's just commit companies. Let's just go, and that's what happened. Yep. Um, yeah, I have no idea what's going on, but the gif that best explained it was the cat gif, where the cat's just knocking things off, fuck this, (laughs) fuck this, fuck that, and just replaced with Konami titles. (laughs) <laughs> and then Kojima, it was, the I retweeted it, you can find it, but yeah, that's I how mean, I feel. Yeah, there are, like, no real words except for, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm sure we'll we'll know more uh, as it comes, but definitely a lot of heartbroken people out there. Uh, and maybe even more not heartbroken people, and maybe that's why they stopped. 
Uh, you know me, guys. I don't play horror games. <laughs> Although, if you get Mystery. me to my correct goal in my Patreon, I will play a horror game for you, so I'm just saying. Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh my god, I hope you guys don't pick that one. Do it, pick it. <laughs> <laughs> this one's now kind of old, but I was just so excited about it. Um, the guys at the Warp Zone have been working on their YouTube channel for years. I think it's been like four years. Mm-hmm. And they're getting really close to one million subs. Um, and they, on one of their friends at Smosh Games' birthday night, Mm-hmm. go, oh shit, we're trending. And we go and we look on Twitter and Facebook and they were trending on both of them. Um, so if you haven't seen it, check out their acapella Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. song video. It's pretty hilarious. They just got shared by Stan Lee today, so I saw that. My booze! Yay! It's so great when you see people that you know like doing big things because you're like, that's my homie. Yeah. Like Malik won the Mortal Kombat contest <laughs> and I got to play with Wade Brady and I'm just like, that's my friend, that's my friend. <laughs> Um, That's freaking awesome. So I just wanted to show them some love. They can't go in chick pics because they're not chicks, so I made a news. Ha. Hey. Uh, the Black Ops 3 trailer was released. So I'm laughing because I put this on here and I forgot to go watch the trailer. I... This and I know you don't see it. Yeah, I ain't seen it. Nope. I don't only cover video games. I don't um, care about Call of Duty. I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to get launched right, directly off to, off of Twitch. I just... <laughs> just like, I, don't, I still don't care about Call I still Duty. don't care. <laughs> I got it. I'm going to such a yellowish reply away. Um, so I'm going to put that on for next time, but I'm going to watch it. <laughs> My bad, homie. I, I looked through this beforehand, too, and I just somehow missed that. Okay. Like, yeah, I know all of this. We'll worry about that later. Oh, me. Oh, mm-hmm. Sarah. Classic Sarah. Um, so comic artists have been, uh, drawing sick kids as superheroes. Did you hear about this? Yes, I did. I am very happy about this little initiative that's going on, and I, I think it just reflects on the comic community as a whole. Again, we may have some fuckboys, but comics are where it's at, y'all. Sorry. Too bad it's, like, the smallest geek industry. I know! Next to tabletop gaming. <laughs> yeah, comics and tabletop—that's all I'm about, man. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's such a—it's such a cute like initiative, and a lot of really cool artists have gotten in on it. Um, so if you haven't checked it, uh, I just posted the link in the chat. Check that out, so you can look, which will be pretty cool. And yeah, no, it's just—and it was organized by Chicago um, Loot Drop. Um, and they had some cool characters such as the Seer, which is Sabrina, and she has scoliosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was paired with Tony Moy. Um, we had, I thought this one was extra cute, Mrs. Mm. Hulzentine. Oh! Kylie, age 12. She has neuroblastoma, which actually sounds like a superhero thing. Yeah. Uh, she was paired with Gabo Bautista. 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 Taste it. A lot of girls um, on this list. Yeah, there were. There was Magic Morpher, who was Autumn, who's 10. She suffers from Chiara malformation and pseudotumor cerebri. <coughs> they probably should have been like, FYI this on the end of all these diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali Cantarella is Aaron. He's five years old, and uh, he wants to shoot ice from his hands so he could score more goals in soccer. And uh, Rich Kuntz is the, uh, the dude behind that one. But then this was the one I felt was, oh, if, if this was me, this is what I would have chosen. Mm-hmm. Basically, I look like Catwoman when I'm riding on bear. <laughs> Animal healer for Ashley, 12. She's diagnosed with acute lymphoid leukemia. And Ryan Brown, 
uh, known for God Hates Astronauts, did her design. That's so cute. She's got all these animals and the birds giving her a high five. Yeah, high five from the birds. High five from the birds. Yeah. So it's my bird. which I have a mixed opinion on, uh, but I'm happy to see it. I don't know. As per usual, every time DC does something good, it also kicks itself in its own ass God. three times. Isn't there, like, a website, like, this last time DC fucked <laughs> up, and it's yes, never is. made it, like, past <laughs> Like, three days. days, yeah. So, first on this <clears throat> initiative, um, so Mattel and DC are teaming up to, um, to make figurines and comics and cartoons and uh, little short inserts in between TV shows uh, for the lady characters, uh, including Wonder Woman, Supergirl, what do we got, Bumblebee is up there, um, Batgirl, and a lot of other really cool superheroines. And it's kind of, it, it's not necessarily like Barbie-ish, but it is very princessy, where they're very like cute girls and they have like glittery powers and... I, you know, I have mixed feelings on it. Like, it's cool, and I'm really glad that it's, like, this is something we're making just for girls, but then it's just, like, this is making, this is something we're making for girls. So, does anybody have a tub of glitter? Like, glitter, can I get a tutu over here, please? <laughs> Stop the fucking just... doll in the glitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, like, I'm happy I'm about it. I'm happy that it's happening. Uh, other things that DC has done this week are not uh, as happy-inducing, but... I hope that it's a step in the right direction, even if it is kind of, like, a step in the right direction from your, like, previously racist grandpa. <laughs> it's kind of how it, it's like, DC's really trying. DC's this 80-year-old man that's like, okay, honey, I will listen to your gay talk. And there's an effort, but then every time there's a step forward, there are three steps back, and it just hurts because... Uh, I mean, if you've watched this podcast or its previous incarnation at all, you know that I was raised on DC and Star Wars, and then to grow up and realize all these terrible things about what, the company that made some of my favorite comics is just, like, disheartening. Right. And so, I feel like as a DC fan, if I continuously call them out, they'll stop being stupid and ignorant. Not ignorant, but, not, I mean, there is an ignorance there, but, like, I don't know. There needs to be more of a team and family atmosphere at DC. Because it kind of feels like there are a bunch of like eighty-year-old dudes over here. Here are the creators. They're very siloed. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do seem very, very siloed in that they don't have good communication mm-hmm. um, within them. Yes. Um, yeah. So I mean, on the one hand, I'm excited. On the other hand, because they're making such a big deal out of it, and because they're um, trying to make something new and different, if it fails. It's going to be pointed to by any other company. As well, look, girls don't girls like don't superheroes. Want superheroes, right? Like uh, they br- they brought up something interesting in the article that you showed me to get ready for, mm-hmm. which is that Lego started marketing towards girls and realized, oh, girls like these same sorts of things, but they play differently, mm-hmm. which I can definitely vouch for. I mean, maybe. It, Again, I played differently with my Barbies, too, though. My Barbies all had kingdoms, mm-hmm. and there was a slave culture. The whites with blonde hair and blue eyes were slaves marked with Lisa Frank tattoos on their backs but they could win free through gladiator battles. And we had a queen of the kingdom of fire and a queen of the kingdom of water, and they used to go to war, and they would fight to the death. Hmm. And I found out from some girls my own age that that was not how any of them played Barbies. Um, <laughs> so, anyway. 
anyway, for Lego's instance, what they found was girls would build sets and then not want to destroy them because they spent all that time building them. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that way, they learned, okay, we should make things that girls can play with again that are kind of replayable that they can use for other things without having to destroy. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully they take this really seriously and, and don't just go, new Barbie, but it's Batgirl. She like, looks it's stupid. Just, DC marketing is like, what? You're on Twitter and talking to us? <laughs> oh, we didn't? What? What just? I can't hear. Okay, you mm-hmm. want more male characters? Oh, you want them to be white? Okay. Okay, I'll be there. Like, that's DC. But, uh, shout-outs to my dad who just came in. My dad's here. Hi, Dad. Hi. Um, so let's get into, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Yes. We've had, uh, photo leaks that I've been nervous about posting on Facebook because I'm excited about them, but then we have a a friend who is working on the movie and I don't want to be like, yeah, we're gonna these leaked photos. Wow. But I am. (laughs) That's our life. I know. It's like... I know you're working real hard on this, but I'm gonna go look at all these. I never feel. This is I always so weird. feel I so bad. I never feel like, bad about that sort of. It never occurs to me to feel bad about it. I don't know. I overthink everything. Like I, I overthink everything when it comes to like people who I, I have if like. I worked on Game of Thrones. I wouldn't be like, hey guys, here's a link to pirate Game of Thrones. I would never think twice about it. I'd be like, here everybody. I have respect for people. I don't know, uh, but I do feel like sad about it. But um, so costume leaks. Yeah, Jubilee looks Jubilee great. is fucking amazing. I'm great. so happy. Like, I look at Jubilee and I'm like, she's going to be the Quicksilver of this film. She's going to be like that most awesome character, you know? And she's a complete newcomer, too. So, really excited to see uh, what Lana, Lana Conway, Cor- Conrad, not Conrad. But her name is Lana. Uh, Lana! And I'm excited to see Lana take on. Yeah. Let's get her name. Then, of course, we have uh, Nightcrawler. His official costume was released. That's Cody Smith McPhee. Yeah. That's his name. I know. I don't know. I know. If you're going to be yellow, you need to be for the background. I don't know. Thanks, Tommy. Sorry. I do wish they'd given her these glasses, though. Well, in, the, 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 in another shot, she has sunglasses. Oh, and she has sunglasses Yeah, she has right sunglasses there. right there. But oh. I wish they'd been these. That's been, like, the biggest thing is everyone, even though the costume looks great and she looks great, I've had people going, like, well, she should have short hair and the glasses. And I'm like, I, listen, I don't care. I, I'm fine with it. She's this still is, like, the best we've gotten. Right, this is the best Jubilee we've ever gotten. I ever. Just, and I'm not like, this is a sticking point, I wish she had these glasses. I'm just like, these glasses would have been fucking dope. They would have been super dope. I hope she just gets them at some point. Um, there are also new, new Lana photos. Lana Condor. Lana Condor. There we go. Uh, then we got some photos of Sansa Stark as Jean Grey. Oh, does somebody talk about her mom? Oh, oh yeah. Um, and then Cody McPhee. Uh, and Cyclops is there, too. It's so weird to see Sansa doing anything other than being in a corset and looking uh, slightly distressed. Yeah, now she kind of just looks bored. They're all in a mall. They're 80s kids in a mall. Excellent. Um, uh, uh, Nightcrawler is wearing this, like, Michael Jackson jacket. It's, like, bright red with, like, black stripes on it. I was like, okay, we stole Michael Jackson's jacket. That's fine. So, we actually owned one of those in my family. I got to wear it to school on 80s day. Wow. Like, from the 80s. Unfortunately, I may also have lost it. Childhood, man. Fucking kids. Don't give kids your cool shit. Seriously. They will ruin everything. Kids are disgusting. Kids are the worst. Kids are horrible. Horrifying. Oh, my uh, niece is getting born, like, next week, by the way. On that note. 
is getting born. <laughs> she's going to be born sometime in the next week. She's a born and and kids are horrible. She's a morning. They're great. They're, I mean, my nieces are great. I don't care about any other children. Um, there's a new show coming out on Sci-Fi, as per usual. It is called Killjoys, which I thought was Wait, something. Wait, is it based on the comics? Hmm. No, oh. um, I thought it was the comics as well by Gerard Way and Becky Cloonan, but Probably they are great. not. Yeah, I love that series actually. Um, I love the entire like Killjoy's concept with those videos and the everything. I loved it. Um, but yeah, it's a bounty hunter space opera, oh. um, which in theory sounds really good to right. me. We like those. Led by a person of color, a right. woman of color. Oh, she has two sidekicks. They're both white guys, but. She needed like, them. Squad! <laughs> she needed them. Sci-Fi was like, I don't know. And she was like, both of my best friends are white. And they were like, oh, okay. Okay, that's cool. Um, so yeah, the, in concept, it looks great. The scene I saw was like, weird? Like, she's supposed to be the leader of this bounty hunter trio. And she seems like a really cool character. But the, the, the clip they chose just doesn't really, like make me fall in love with it, but the description does, and uh, it's coming up really soon on Sci-Fi Channel, which is, you know, they're doing their best, and they have a lot of new programming coming up, so uh, I'm excited, I'm going to watch this show, because I really, I mean, Bounty Hunter Space Opera, yes, I will automatically watch anything that is called the Bounty Hunter Space Opera, like, you give that shit a chance. Um, <laughs> you fucking sit down. Give you give it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it grabbed my attention because of the title, and I am interested in seeing where it goes. Uh, it is by the per- the the creator of Lost Girl, which is really which, cool because yeah, I really like that show. People, yeah, a great thing. So that's about. why I'm just like. Maybe it's, oh yeah, there's lesbians. And I was about to say, whoa, whoa, that was a lady, that was a lady. And also the people who worked on Orphan Black uh, are working on the show. So, like, even if the clip seems a little dumb, the trailer seems great, and I trust the people behind it. So, check out Killjoys, it's coming out real soon, and let's talk about it later on the show. I love Farscape, Katrina's dad. Oh yeah, that was a big Farscape. He's like, they should have bring it back. Man, that show had a million seasons. It's fine. <laughs> You can watch it now on Con TV. Farscape is up. I have Farscape's entire. I have all of Farscape on my on this laptop. I, it took me two months to download it. <laughs> I completely believe you. Too. <laughs> all right, it's main topic time. Woo! Main topic. We're finally here. Ah! That was my okay. drum. That's great. That was wonderful, Sarah. Um. So today we're talking about creating your own niche podcast. Woo! Anyway, Katrina. Uh, so, as you can see, Women Up Podcast is a very in- opinionated uh, mm. podcast, and we're also a live show, which is not the standard for podcasts, and it does make things very difficult, but we work on it, we try, I will eventually get us on iTunes. Um, yeah, so uh, we run this podcast, and we kind of planned this out and decided on our formats before we wanted to do it, um, but if you want to set up a niche podcast, make sure that you have, before you started, to find mission, purpose, goal, or subject, because with us, you know, our goal is to bring a feminist perspective to geek culture and hopefully improve it, make it happy and wonderful for everyone. But your goal might just be to talk about why this one side character was totally shafted and whatever. You know, so before you start, always have a goal in mind, always have a direct message and know what you are talking about. 
Cause especially if you're passionate about it and you want to spread that to other people. Right. Like, even we kind of dance on the line of how vague you can be with a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, if you can be more specific, like Katrina's Star Wars podcast is actually a better example of a podcast format because it's very specific and she can target it a lot easier than mm-hmm. Woman Up Podcast. But dang it, if we can't just settle down on one thing we want to both talk about. So, damn it, we're doing our own thing. You know, and it, that's why they're completely different shows, too. And that's why I like doing both rather than like choosing one over the other um and because you know moss eisley my other podcast deals with comics but i also deal with the most recent comics not just something that like everyone can uh can get into so it's it's all about formatting your show so it can expand to other people because here on woman up we want everyone to feel like they're welcome you know and um we try, we try to do that. I, I think we try to angle it uh, mm-hmm. well enough. Um, and, you know, over on, on Moss Eisley, like, I focus a certain amount of time on the co- comic of that week, but then I throw back to the EU, or I'll talk to some of my voice actor friends, or I'll book somebody who recently worked on a Star Wars book so that everyone, no matter what they do, can at least tune into, like, a portion of your podcast. So I'll flip that over to you to talk about format. Um, so the second most important thing after you decide on your mission statement and everything is to decide what format works for you. Doing it live is extremely difficult. Yes. Again, we just chose the thorniest path possible. We, we were like, no let's regrets. make this the most difficult podcast to manage. Um, doing a visual podcast is pretty unusual. Most people like to listen to podcasts. Uh, ideally, our podcast should also be available for you to listen to on iTunes, but we'd be slacking. I am a big, lazy ass, but I generally have, like, an entire hour left in my day these days to go, like, right. I the audio. But do as, <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. Yeah, of course, um, please. So if you do choose to have a visual podcast, highly recommend that you t- rip the audio and also put the audio somewhere so that people mm-hmm. can listen to it. Because a lot of the reason people like podcasts is... You know, we take road trips, we commute, you know, this has become our lives now. People listen to audiobooks while they drive a lot. A lot of people are spending a lot of time in cars. Um, and one of the easiest things to do then is to listen to a podcast. So that's a great way to help your podcast grow. Mm-hmm. Um, we also choose to do it visually, though, because we like to interact with people. And this is, you know, because we're both geeks, this is where we live. We live on Twitch and Twitter and things like that. And we want to have a heavily interactive podcast. And so that's why we chose this format. So you can choose, just do audio, do visual. If you do visual, highly recommend you also do audio. Um, you should decide how long your podcast is. Some podcasts, personally, I feel go entirely too long. I have a few yeah. friends, yeah, whose podcast I can't even listen to. Because Our podcast like, this week is two hours and 48 minutes long. It's like, I'm not listening to that this week then. And nobody got time for that, your four-hour no. podcast. I'm sleepy. Um, I mean, my advice for any podcast is to keep it to an hour, unless you have... Something more to say. An hour should be enough time for you to get your point across, and sometimes it takes even less. Like, Moss Eisley hasn't capped over 45 minutes yet. Right. So. And, I mean, honestly, if, if you do have more to say, you can even just do more podcasts in a week. Mm-hmm. You know, Or you could make accompanying videos to your podcast, which would be even, an even better way. Look, they're having sex. Stop it! Gross. Um, it would be an even better way to complement your weekly podcast if you have viewers that are like, oh, well, I can also watch them on video, so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so decide on how long you want it to be. Decide if you want a break in the middle for, for snacks, which uh, a lot of podcasts do if they have the break. Um, they put on some music. They put, uh, like, an interesting little image on if, they, if they're doing a visual podcast. And they remember to mute the microphone. Yes. Uh, if they're Very doing- important. 
And audio podcasts, you can add that break in there uh, manually because audio podcasts are recorded earlier. They're not done live. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is the other benefit, sorry, I forgot to mention, of doing an audio podcast is that because you're not doing it live, you have a lot more control over the editing and what it sounds like and, you know, any breaks or cool noises you want to add into it. um, Mm -hmm. That can all be done very easily if you have that sort of time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And always make sure you have time for your podcast. Like... It, it took me a good two months to decide that I wanted to even do Moss Eisley. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then, lastly, as far as format, you should research. We looked at what other podcasts that we enjoy were doing before we made our decisions, um, and you should do the same thing. You know, do you want to be more like the anime um, podcast, which uh, breaks it down so that each host researches a different thing and brings it back to the group every single week? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be more like the uh, co-optional podcast, where it's, you know, there's always a guest and they're talking about set things? I mean, uh, look at what other people are doing. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is pretty much fucking amazing and hilarious. Oh, yeah. You I know? love them. Um, so look around. What do you enjoy? Because that's just like with any social media tip I can give you. The biggest thing is what do you share? What do you enjoy? What do you like? And try to ensure that your podcast is going to be that way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next up, picking topics. Pick your topic. Get your fingers out of my camera. Oh, that's fine. Ew. I hate to see them like that. I don't like that topic. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> actually, we kind of already talked about picking your topic. Yeah, we kind of we kind of covered Yolo, that. We so. out of order. Oh, whoops, sorry. But make sure, but about your topic, make sure it's something you can actually say a lot about. Yeah, week after week after right. week, have something consistent that's going to last you forever. Mm-hmm. You, if you could wake up and talk about this thing every day and have something new to say, go for it. Uh, like our friends with their Buffy con- uh, podcast. What's yes, Sunnydale Sunnydale Study Group. Study Group. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you like Geek and Thunder, you should check out some of the vloggers uh, and their friends have a new podcast. Yes. all about Puffy. And they mm-hmm. haven't invited me to be on yet, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Do you not know who the fuck I am? But they haven't invited me either, but then I'm like, oh, I haven't seen a lot of Buffy. They I haven't had, seen enough. <laughs> they had Becca come on to talk about Angel, which is the most hetero romance of all of Buffy. Like, why not have had me talk about, even though I like Spike better, I can tell you a lot about Angel. Anyway, it's fine, whatever, I'm not, I'm not salty about that. Okay. Um, engaging your audience. Yes. Uh, so, after you launch your podcast, and even before, you're going to want to have Something of an audience. Uh, your audience will always be your biggest advocate. Um, you know, people... I went to Star Wars Celebration, and people didn't just mention Moss Eisley. They mentioned Woman Up. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, I watched you on Woman Up and followed you to Moss Eisley because I love Star Wars. And so thank you guys if you guys are watching. Um, and be- because of the work that we put into engaging our audience, my, uh, you know, our audience, you guys go out there and you talk about us and you, like tweet quotes from the podcast, or you, like, interact with other fans, Team Human, again, is a wonderful audience for a podcast. I mean, we are very blessed. Um, Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, always make sure there's something for your audience, because they're not just there, I mean, of course they're just there to listen to you and, 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 like, see you talk, or in in a visual format, but um, always make sure to think about them. Give them contest prizes, or... Uh, see if you can, uh, in, in contest prizes, see if you can hook up with related, uh, like, sites that might give you free things for your viewers. Or even just engaging them on Twitter. Like, being active and live on Twitter and making them know that they're important to you. 
uh, is the best way to grow your audience. And of course, having a social presence. Uh, having a social presence uh, is something else that is... Stop. What are you doing making love to the table now? What is... Oh, why is he so cute? <laughs> <laughs> Bailey, stop it. Stop. You stop it. You're like, oh, so cute. Okay, listen. Okay. Um, having a social uh, presence is pretty important. You don't need to have a Facebook, but you at least need to have a Twitter mm-hmm. or a website that people can go to to catch up and watch your archives. Twitter is really easy to use. I would recommend just making sure you tweet once a day. I was better at it when I was at work because I had a schedule, and now that I'm unemployed, I tend to be a bum and forget about any other Twitter but my own. It's a long story. Anyway, or if you want, you can always schedule your tweets ahead of time. Right. Hootsuite is free in basic format. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that basic. I don't like that basic format either, but, you know, if you got to keep your Twitter alive, right. tweet, tweet out some interesting schedule, stuff and schedule it. Right. Schedule all your tweets. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just And don't just tweet your podcast because, uh, if, and this is just a quick and dirty, if you guys ever want more information about accurate social media, you're talking to really two really good people who can help you with that. But basically, you don't want to constantly be pushing your product on people that doesn't make an engaging or interesting Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to give people an actual reason to follow you. You're funny, you're interesting, you share cool things. Mm-hmm. You know, I make Nerdy But Flurry a resource. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually still do their Twitter, randomly. Not, <laughs> not on purpose, but mm-hmm. just because nobody else is doing it. Oh. Um, but I try to make it also, like, a place to find video game jobs. Mm-hmm. Job openings. You know, like, find something that your podcast can do for people people and do that as well as sharing your link mm-hmm. and even share other podcasts that mm-hmm. are related to you it's really important to make those uh those relationships count because again at star wars celebration there was a giant podcaster meetup and the amount of people that came up and said they listened to my freaking stupid podcast that has like three episodes right now um and then woman up which was recently yeah no she ain't called was stupid. before Rebel Base. Uh, you know they they all talked to me and they because we've interacted before and we've talked to each other on Twitter before and we like each other's shows. So go out there find the shows you like that have to do with your show and make some friends. It's yes. important. Make friends. <laughs> make Sarah make and Katrina's life advice. Make some friends. <laughs> have you seen the Tumblr post going around? How to make friends as an adult? Oh no! It's pretty amazing. Oh, it's God. like twenty three items and one of them is like. Uh, join a sewing club or something. I don't know. Jeez, why are you so desperate? <laughs> and another one is like, um, go to the go to a tra- uh, when you're on a train or a plane. Walk up to each person and say, "Hello, I'm trying to acquire a friend. Would you like to be my friend? Collect friends as you go." Like it's just horrible advice. It's terrible advice. It is really hard to make friends as an adult. It's quite hard, but again, if you have a podcast and their podcast is the same thing or is the same subject. It's easy to make friends. Mm-hmm. So even just reaching out and listening to other podcasts and is pretty important. Don't feel um, bad about doing collabos either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, popping into other people's podcasts, even if they don't come back to your podcast, makes them feel a lot better about promoting you and showing the love because it shows them that you care enough about their podcast to be a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you don't always have to do tit-for-tat recipro- reciprocity. Girl, I don't know what word I was trying to say. Listen, you know, all have to do tit for tat. You know, there are different ways we all can help each other. And if you actually build these friendships... Stop it! Look back at the TV! Stop! Stop! Stop it. Oh, my God. I just want to go rub its belly. Finish your damn sentence, Sarah. I don't remember what I was saying. Okay, well, to close Sarah's point, um, again, guesting on other podcasts is a thing we do all the time, you know, and and Sarah's always on the 
Not always, but often on the Geek and Sundry I was stream. Say, always, She's always on the Geek and Every Sundry day. Twitch. She's on it right you can't now. See me, but I'm camouflaged. I'm in the corner. I'm blue. I'm up against the wall like this, <laughs> like that chameleon lady. <laughs> You're like stretching around the logo. Have like, you, have you seen that chameleon that's actually two women? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my favorite is this video. It shows them unfurling into a human, and it shows a chameleon watching it and screaming. <laughs> Like a real chameleon goes, ah! And I'm sure it wasn't actually related, but it was the best thing I've ever seen. If anyone can find that link, please share it in the chat. Yes, it's beautiful and wonderful. But yeah, I uh, I think that was like, those were the biggest points that we wanted to get through. So maybe we got through that all in 10 minutes. Wow, um, we the best. Also, oh, main topic, who cares? Happy viewers will share your content, so make sure you remind them how important they are to you. You're so important to you us. You guys baby. are so... I love you. Important, please, RT. Um, please. <laughs> you guys share, are great, though. I mean, like, like share, subscribe. I, I'm very, I'm very, I'm honestly, and not to get too savvy, I'm happy that so many people have followed us all over from like, um, from Rebel Base because when you rebrand pretty early in your podcast, it's a little risky. Um, but we, we are blessed with you guys, so thank you for sticking with us as we go through a branching. <laughs> I should have took the camera and rocked it thinking how to that thing Chick picks. Chick picks. Time. <laughs> oh, Lord. I done choked up Katrina. I laughed too hard. Uh, common problem at the Sarah the Rebel house. Sarah the Rebel base camp. Yep. 13 people died today. Of laughter. Of laughter! Yes, I won a contest. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, God. I didn't know I, I entered it. <laughs> but I got this email. I was like, hey, there's going to be this awesome event. Don't annoy our celebrities. Do you agree to abide by these rules? And I'm just like, there's an event with celebrities that I'm going to. This seems like a trap. Yeah. So I didn't respond. Anyway, they emailed me again today like, did you get this email? And I was like, oh, it's for Con Man. Oh! I won their perk for getting the most um, referrals to people. Wow. Kind of. Yeah. So, uh, don't tell anybody, because they haven't had me sign anything. Oh, they're going to announce me, they said, so I, it should be fine to say. Cool. But it was just kind of hilarious, um, because I was like, man, sp spam and phishing has really gotten me crazy. They know how to use Indiegogos and Kickstarters <laughs> to lure me. No, I'm actually going. That's how you get it. Um, that was not my chick pick, though. My chick pick is, um, I have made my YouTube channel beautiful. I've added a header. I've put in playlists. You can find all the old episodes of our podcast, the Rebel Base podcast. You can catch up on all our current Woman Up podcasts. Um, my Let's Plays, they're all there. Um, and I will be starting a show very soon. I'd like to get it done this week, but we'll see. Because uh, I might have to go f help somebody film something. Uh, but if I don't, uh, I'm going to do a news show. It's going to be very simple, just recapping the news of the week. Mm -hmm. um, and I really would like to do an Ask Sarah show. Hmm. Where you ask me life questions and I answer you. Kind of like Ask Ashley, but for real. Yeah. Um, so, start sending me your questions. If, we, if we're if we on Twitter, send them to me, tweet them to me, DM them to me if you're you shy. You can ask her things like, Sarah, how do I successfully pick my nose in public without anyone noticing? Please do. Ask me that. I'd love <laughs> to help you with that. Um, you can also send, if you're on Facebook, you can send messages to my Sarah the Rebel page and I'll send them. Um, and last but not least, if you really need my email, I'll probably create an email or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
are we alternating? It, it, I think we're alternating. No. Um, so there's this artist named Kiva Bay who recently released a comic on being a gamer while being homeless, and it's a beautiful comic book, and she does uh, little short comic strips on her favorite activists. Um, Kiva is recently out of homelessness and has a Patreon, uh, so if you look her up on Twitter, she's at Kiva Bay, uh, and if you search for her anywhere, she's got great SEO, so you'll find Kiva ev- everywhere. Um, so... My uh, chick pick is her wonderful comic about homelessness and gay, and her Patreon, which should be under Kiva Bay. So please check her out, support her, show her how much we love her, and yeah. And if you guys continue to support my Patreon, I won't be the next homeless gamer. Yeah! Let's not make her a homeless gamer! Let's support Sarah's Patreon! It'll be fun! It'll be great! Um, I promise. She's, she just promised that she'd play a, a horror game, and I, I did. suggest Five Nights at Freddy's. So. Oh my god. Contribute more to her Patreon and suggest Five Nights at Freddy's. I'll come watch. Um, tease me. I know you will. So I just shared an article. Uh, my other chick pick is an article by a woman whose husband is named Walter Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, in case you're not aware, Walter Scott is a black man who was recently um, killed by a guy who wasn't even technically a police officer. He was just riding along because he's a dickhead. I don't know. You can watch the video, you can find out all the information on it. Not here to talk about that. But I really enjoyed this article because it was about the her trying to explain to her family and what she needs to understand from her perspective about this sort of thing. And it talks about privilege because her husband is named Walter Scott, but he's a white man. And he doesn't have to worry about these sorts of things. And um, she had a conversation with her daughter where she had to talk about the N-word and she explained that it was like calling somebody a mudblood and her daughter had a horrified expression on her face because she reads Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just an interesting article to read to get some different perspective. Um, and I really loved it the most because the main point of the article was compassion. And I think, you know, especially with the riots that are going on right now, the biggest thing that people who are so quick to judge and to speak seem to be lacking is compassion and understanding. And mm-hmm. this may sound crazy coming from me, but one of my mottos is actually seek first to understand, second to be understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to do that, and I would like to ask that everyone else try to do the same thing as well. And I think if one day the whole world could do that shit, we would be in a much better place. Stop thinking with your ass. Stop thinking with your booty hole. <laughs> That is not a brain. <laughs> you are not a leech. You are, you are not some sort of slug creature. Your brain is not your booty hole. Continue. <laughs> uh, my second chick pick that Sarah just covered is my, um, my, oh, my podcast. My podcast. Uh, it's called Moss Eisley Comic Court. We are going into our for- fourth episode on Friday, this Friday evening. Um, and so we have a weekly podcast. It is hosted by me and... I bring on all of my geeky Star Wars friends. Sarah needs to also catch up on the comics so she can, you know. I can just lend you my Comicsology yeah, account. You like, you could just log in and read them all. All right. Okay, cool. I'll send you all of my yep, info. I'll read all of them shit. Fucking shit. No problem. You, Sarah needs to be on the show. Anyway, it's all about Star Wars comics, and we bring on lots of cool guests. Uh, last time, I uh, added in a little clip from the press conference of Star Wars Rebels, where Simon Kinberg and Dave Filoni, like, said words to me, which is great. His name sounds like a type of um, pasta. Yes! Dave Filoni. Macaroni. <laughs> I took a sip at the exact wrong time. <laughs> so check out Moss Eisley Comic Port. You can find it at Comics Moss Eisley on Twitter or the Moss Eisley Comic Port on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yeah. Sarah! Stop yelling at me. Sarah! Um, we have a friend on Twitter named Soha. Yay! And she had an article on Motherboard um, about alt games. 
And essentially, oh, let me actually share the article with you guys. But essentially, um, the idea is that the word indie in indie games has uh, gotten kind of muddled lately because so many big companies have started backing um, uh, indie companies. And so now we have a bunch of indie games playable anywhere on PS4 and things like that. So Alt Games seeks to cover games that are a little more off the beaten path. Uh, for example, Guacamelee, while an indie game, is a very traditional game. It's a platform, it's based in Castlevania, blah, blah, blah. Uh, depression Quest, on the other hand, some people argue is not even a game because it deals with depression and it's more like text-based, um, more about the experience as you're playing. Uh, that Dragon Cancer is another example of that. Mm -hmm. um, so check out her article and see if maybe there's some alt games you'd like to try out or if it so inspires you, try creating your own games. Uh, third on my uh, chick pick list uh, today was New Comic Day, and there were some amazing titles that came out. Uh, top of my list, of course, is Princess Leia number three, which is finally picking up, and I'm so happy. Um, so the last issue was great. Uh, we've got some other releases, such as Silk, coming out this week, and uh, Marvel just announced that it is releasing one-shots for all of the Women of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Coulson. That's exciting. Hey, and Coulson! Coulson. Who's, who's an honorary woman of S.H.I.E.L.D.? He is an honorary, um, yes. The guy who does S.H.I.E.L.D. came to Geek and Sundry for one of their um, comic shows, and I got to talk to him a lot because he was, you know, just sitting backstage feeling awkward because mm -hmm. <laughs> of course, each other. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's a really dope dude, and I liked him a lot, so I hope you guys will support Silk. Do it because we told you to. Do it because we told you to! That was the last of my chick pics. I think you're done with yours. Yeah, I'm done. All right. We finished on time. We finished on time? I think it's because we started on time. <laughs> what? We also spent like 10 minutes on the main topic, but I, I'm glad we got to talk about it because well, it's something that I've wanted yeah. to talk about for a while. Yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think time matters more than content. Mm -hmm. Qual quality over quantity, bitches. Absolutely. You got some goddamn quality today. I was getting my words mixed up. I had to You've say You've got slower. quality. Everyone's sober. <laughs> I'm sober. This is vodka. <laughs> I am sober. I have been drinking water, and everything is everything is wonderful. But I guess that's it. I guess that's the end. So should we should we should we say India goodbye? Is too popular now, so they had to call it something else. So hipster. To be fair, <laughs> if you tell the same sort of people who like Rogue Legacy or Guacamelee to go play that Dragon Cancer, they're gonna be like, God, why did you do this to me? Um. I couldn't even get through that Dragon Cancer. It was just so sad. It was a very sad game. Oh my gosh. Very um, sad. Alt games tend to be more about just the experience or uh, social experiments. That's why I love going to IndieCade. It is probably my favorite convention besides PAX. Um, and I just like PAX because um, everybody's there. That's where I see all my friends. But IndieCade is so much fun because you get to try these experiences and you get to see people kind of bending and stretching your idea of what a game is. Bailey, stop. I need to give him a middle name. Bailey Josephine Rodriguez. I was thinking like Bailey James. Bailey. Might be smoother. Bailey James. Bailey James Rodriguez. He got quiet. He knows his damn name. <laughs> Let me show you. Wait, I've shown everybody else on the internet this. Let me show you this picture I took of Bailey today, and then we'll say bye. Okay. But I hope there's no nudie pictures on here. Bailey Gerard? No, Bailey Gerard. Bailey Gerard. No, uh, Bailey. He does need like a Jeremiah. He needs like three syllables. Look at this bitch. He knocked over my pizza box. And I came in, and he was like, "We haven't even said goodbye yet." I love this like pizza box. 
I love it so much. Okay. Okay. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much. Be sure to, this will be uploaded to my YouTube channel, um, Sarah, Sarah the Rebel. Rebel. Official. Official. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter to get the latest updates. Okay, bye! Bye! Please follow Women on Podcast oh, on Twitter! I'm saying bye to you, but bye. I have to go all the way across bye. the room to turn it bye. off. Bye! I'm saying goodbye until it's turned off. <laughs> bye! Follow us on Twitter at Women on Podcast. Check out our streams on Sarah the Rebel Official on YouTube.